The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 102. My name is mm -hmm. Clyde. Today I am joined by Michael Aston. Hello, everybody. Jimmy Trammell. Hello, everyone. I'm getting blown by uh, Michael over here. Yeah, Michael, oh. why, why don't you just leave Jimmy alone? <laughs> Stay in Texas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Matthew. Sorry. <laughs> I got hey, did Michael freeze again? I can't yeah, tell. You, I froze up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I froze up. <laughs> we, we just figured you were giving us an angry face. Deadpanning that. It was great. <laughs> Man, what timing. All right. Well, it works. Uh so oh, man, so how how are things down in Florida? Are you surviving uh Michael? Well, you know, here where I live in Florida, I live on the east coast of Florida, on the the Atlantic coast, and uh the storm hit the the panhandle and I got to say, you know, it got up to 155 mile an hour winds before making landfall. I mean, that's uh that's a very strong category 4, not too far from a category 5 actually, very close to it. Yeah. Wow. yeah. One th one thing I'll say, you know, we have a client that's in Tallahassee, and that storm rolled right over the top of Tallahassee, and I was testing the VPN access because I was thinking, you know, hey, the VPN server may go down, and so I kept testing it throughout the whole time that it was it was passing through there, and um, the VPN held up fine. Excellent. All right. My, my Skype access app is actually totally frozen well, <laughs> so i'm gonna jump off and right back on okay okay what's the company that makes that microsoft <laughs> oh yeah right you know skype i i think it's more of a user issue uh <laughs> considering we're all fine yeah, uh, I'm still on the old version of skype i understand michael had to uh get up, was forced to upgrade so Upgraded mine. Mine works okay. Yeah, but you're on a Mac, right? I am. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to break this because... Oh, here we oh, go. There he is. <laughs> that, that scared me. Curses. That scared me because it when you called me, your picture was still up. And I didn't know <laughs> if it was going to add another instance of you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I see his eyes moving. I don't think he's frozen anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. This accursed Skype, it is, uh, it is brutally awful at this point. And, um, you know that's why we all went back. Well, yeah. We, yeah, well, you're not going to be able to stay back very long. Microsoft is going to be forcing us sometime this month or next month. So you will have no option. We'll see about that. Except for maybe some different program we want to try. I don't know. Maybe. I maybe mean, if there, if there is another program, I'm more than happy. All right. I'll be, but the problem not we me. went through that. <laughs> and most we of them, we can't do the screen capture. So, yeah, um, I'd be happy to try something else again. All right. Well, on that note, should we uh, get into some news? Sure. Hey, you guys like watching football? Do you like watching football on Thursday night? Do you like watching Thursday, football Thursday night on Twitch? No, okay. I think I'm your um, over uh, hundred. Yeah, okay. Well, if you <laughs> like watching football and you happen to be watching on Twitch and you decide you want to, you know, cheer on and maybe uh, give them some bits, uh, guess what? Twitch will now do donate one dollar to the American Cancer Society for every hundred bits you cheer, which is uh, kind of a cool way for them to uh, get a little bit of money on the uh, uh, so for a good cause. What's the standard value of a of a bit? Is it's it like a penny? a penny? It's a penny. Okay, so that's you give them a dollar and they donate the dollar. Yeah. 
Um, they, they, I, they're going to give like yeah. part of it because that's how they operate. But uh, I mean, good for them. It, it's it, well, we can tell from our audience that sometimes we get bits too. Oh, I know. So, I mean, so. I, if you guys didn't realize on our hundredth episode, Bad Weave gave us a hundred bits. That was nice of Bad Weave. Thank you, Bad Weave. And then he did it. 99 more times. What? He gave what? us 10,000 bits. Wow. <laughs> I, I saw that. I didn't do the wow. math in my head. That was 100 bucks. Well, I guess Jeez. the bits, you do get all, all of them because they charge a fee to the person that uh that buys the bits. So, yeah. Okay. So, they're going to... So, uh, if you give 100 uh, bits, that's a dollar. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, so that goes to charity. Uh, did they specify what the charity is? Is it the American Cancer Society? Yeah, oh, American the American Cancer, Cancer Society. Society. So they're they're raising money to make sure that more people have are able to have cancer. Is that what it is? Everybody deserves a little cancer in their life. <laughs> is, isn't that the slogan of the American Cancer Society? I don't think so. <laughs> or, or is this the one the? Uh, uh, I'm Pisces. I don't know when cancer is. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a, it's like a royal order of people that were born in a specific uh, I under a specific cancer. sign. I think I think I might be cancer. That would be, uh, according to Jimmy, that would Skype be kind of cancer. fun. Now I kind of want to start like the American Cancer Society um, <laughs> instead of like american cancer society like just change it enough and be like no we're all cancers you you have to be i mean i'm a scorpio but it's similar to a, a cancer and, the american uh, scorpio society and i'm the i'm just the leader i you know but everybody else that joins has to be a cancer yeah uh, yeah it sounds like right. just exactly the kind of thing that the twitch wants to donate a dollar to every month for every time for every <laughs> absolutely cruise uh make that a title please um <laughs> although i don't know if i want that associated with our show the vod squad episode 102 spreading cancer from coast to coast <laughs> <laughs> oh now now it's almost certain that's gonna happen yeah um, no kidding <laughs> you just you know, you don't not supposed to say it out loud when you don't want it like that. <laughs> All right, Movie Pass has uh, you know they've been working uh, to, for, uh, trying to survive from uh, their various turmoils from week to week, and uh, looks like uh, they've gotten themselves some more funding, so they may be around for a little bit longer with their new plan. So they just been freshly raised about two hundred fifty million dollars, and they're going to see how long that they can sustain their operations using that influx of cash. So basically, when I read this story, what I got out of it is somebody flushed sixty-five million dollars down the toilet. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, angel angel investors they they realized about nine out of their ten various yeah. things in basically is that, and then that one ten, one out of ten it gets them their money back, and then some. Oh, I, so I understand how that works, but it's maybe like, they're like, let's roll the dice. Let's see, maybe they can come back and become a real company. Or it's, just, like it's a it's a write off uh, at the end of the year. So. Well, I would say, I mean, sixty five million dollars is is not a trivial sum of money, and they're probably is a plan now they're obviously in a pretty tough spot and it seems uh, like the idea of movie pass surviving as it is seems very unlikely though um a little bit of rebranding and some some shifting in in approaches and business plan and stuff like that they have some ideas of ways to make money it's just a question of whether or not they can make any of those work and if they've damaged their brand too much for the brand to succeed but other companies are doing it and they are making money at it or at least breaking mm -hmm. even so um, I, don't, I don't know to me it still sounds like a business model that's in search of a profit <laughs> yeah yeah well like i said the business model of selling tickets at a discount is and not and paying full price is not a business model right, right. um but 
you know, they there was a lot of discussion about ways the movie pass could potentially monetize by um, charging movies to drive revenue to movies, being a marketing platform effectively for movies, um, having partnerships with theaters, all of these. The reason that like AMC's plan works, the way that the reason that um, Alamo Drafthouse can do a movie plan and make it work is because they can then monetize off of those users. And so taking a little bit of a hit on the movie ticket is not a big deal for them because they can get the concessions and stuff like that. So exactly. Um, but you know, movie pass potentially has the ability to do the same effective thing. As long as it can look at ways to monetize outside of that movie ticket and there's potential. And I suspect that these people that put in $65 million looked at that potential and believed that it was there. Otherwise they wouldn't have done it. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it's definitely you, a risky you nailed, you nailed the difference, though, right there. Um, movie theaters can do it because when the people come in the door, the movie theaters have other ways of making that money back. Uh, it's mm -hmm. been over a year that MoviePass has been trying to find a way. Because, you know, people go, they buy the concessions. It does absolutely nothing for MoviePass. And they have yep. not been able to find a way to uh, effectively monetize or monetize uh the users um and you know that 65 million remember that is on top of like 250 million they got just like three months ago yep. so yeah. um i mean let's face it this was born out of you well, know yeah. seeing, seeing the um the success of netflix right so netflix is kind of like at the opposite end of the uh, entertainment spectrum and so MoviePass said, oh, you know, this subscription idea is a pretty good idea. Let's do it, but do it on the other end of the entertainment uh, spectrum right when the movie comes out. And, you know, just that whole a subscription, see the movie right when it's released type of business model. You know, I don't know. It just doesn't, it sounds like a flawed plan because you got to have that extra value add, just like what Clyde and, and Mike are well, talking about. You know, you, you got to have that value add besides just, a, you know, to a discounted ticket. So there's there's two important things in this article to, to remember. First of all, they are, the average user is seeing less than one movie a month. So that's probably, you know, one movie every five weeks or something like that. Um, and at their current price, that basically makes MoviePass the same price as not having a subscription, right? Like in, in many markets, the price of MoviePass is the price of a ticket. So that means that people are breaking even on MoviePass. The other really important, and, and also as a side note, MoviePass isn't losing money on those users, right? Like they're getting the same amount that they're pay paying out, which is also still not a good plan because... You don't make money if you spend, if your cost of the goods sold is the same cost as what you sell it for. Um, but the other thing is that they are looking at this money as a source for mergers and acquisitions to purchase other companies and other services, technologies or whatever. And they're not disclosing what that is, but they're looking to acquire the things that they need to make their business profitable. And it may turn out that MoviePass isn't a movie subscription service in six months. Nope. That it is utilizing technologies that they already built for other things in other related to acqui in related acquisitions. Earlier in the year, I mean, uh, don't forget, earlier in the year, they bought MoviePhone. They also mm. bought a... Uh, like a movie studio, like a small movie studio, um, so that they'd be able to produce, uh, like, market their own movies that they technically own. Um, and I mean, I I I wish them the best. I loved uh, Movie Pass. Uh, I spoke their praises uh, for many months when they weren't pissing me off. Um, <laughs> And but you know from the very beginning, people kept asking me how how do they make money, and the only answer I could give them is, they don't. <laughs> how, right. how does it how how does their business work? It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, we've known since like this time last year. Uh, this is too good to be true. It's marked uh, way too low, priced way too low. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a temporary thing, so use it while you can. And, uh, yeah. And, and they have the other... The Cinemia has the Unlimited for $30 a month now. So, you know, yeah. that, it's a model that's worked in other places around the world. So... And on that note, yeah. So, and on that note, uh, Cinemia, uh, it's been two weeks. I'm still waiting for my account to be activated. Uh, You've got my money. Mm-hmm. Let me see the stupid movies. Yeah. I mean... Just remember that there are companies, you know, while Amazon is is not necessarily a great comparison because Amazon is wildly successful in its original business model, right? But companies like Amazon, you can look at what they did. They built an infrastructure that facilitated their e-commerce solution, and then they monetized that to other people using the same thing. So remember that MoneyPass is a technology company. Money they pass. have technology that they built to to facilitate things, and they can potentially monetize that in a number of ways, right? So um, that may be where this money is going. It may not, like I said, you may not see Movie Pass as Movie Pass in six months, but it's very possible that they have a solid plan for how to make money out of that sixty-five million. All right. Clyde, out of curiosity, how much money do you actually save by being a movie pass subscriber on tickets? Well, if you go to movies, um, you're paying like ten to twelve bucks a month, and you if you see a couple movies a month, you just saved everything beyond that first ticket. Um, so okay. yeah. Uh, now with the new Cinemia plan, uh, that's thirty bucks. So if you anything over three movies is essentially free, right? Okay. I I still prefer the model the uh, uh, the model from uh, some of the other raw models where they basically you sign up and you get one movie a month for free, but they carry over like the ones that are going on the Cinemark plan. That's what I'm. If I were to be subscribing to one, I'd be going to that, so yeah. I can yeah, and that's build up my need, movies. You and then need different so. plans, uh, you know, different plans different for people. everyone. All right, well, All right. let's uh, <laughs> stop beating a dead movie pass. And <laughs> oh, it's funny. I don't think it'll ever die. We should. It's a zombie. It'll keep coming back. I, I hope. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we uh, have a story here. The title is now made a, sp- a partnership with uh, uh, Samsung, where they will now allow you to stream your uh, title directly to your TV. That title's already been on Apple TV and Android TV and Fi- Amazon Fire TVs, but now Samsung has it directly built into theirs. Okay. First thing that I, asked, I I thought when I read this article, what the hell is title? <laughs> <laughs> title is a specific music service by who made it? Who started? Who did it? That? Who did it? I, I, I even went to the website and all I saw was a bunch of artists that I would never listen to, right. but it, I still it, didn't have a clear understanding of what it is. There, it, so, wouldn't it Dr. Dre or Jay-Z or something Jay-Z, like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But their, their goal in particular is to have exclusives before anybody else. Like if you're a Beyonce fan, it often hits title first. There's plenty of people who, who will do that. Also, they also are really into the high fidelity instead of the compressed MP3. So I, uh, they're really into trying to get a really good sound of it. Do I care? No. But there might be some title fans out there, and I figured I'd let them know. Okay. Uh, aren't they supposed to offer like a higher fidelity? Uh... That, that's their goal is to make sure that the, what they send out over their service is as high quality as they can make it. In fact, it might be lossless if I can remember correctly. Right. So, All right. So, uh, offer oh, it's AAC lossless? It yeah, might be. So, so they that's offer something AAC that they black. can brag that they're better than MoviePass. Ah. <laughs> How many times can we reference MoviePass per story? <laughs> <laughs> Spotify opens up its podcast to uh, order, so you can anybody can uh, open up their the Spotify app and add their own RSS feeds in order to into the app. Which means if you have an RSS feed of a podcast that's not on the list, which I don't understand why there would be anything on Spotify without it being on their list somehow, uh, you can add it manually, which actually is a feature every single podcast type app should have. Um, yeah. Uh, 
maybe the Vod Squad will be on Spotify soon. What? Never know. What would that be like? I don't know. I, I don't we know. actually might have more weird. listeners. We actually, we could have have listeners. That would be because uh, we just have a couple people viewing us, but listeners would be nice. Hmm. Podcast um, on Spotify. Well, I know that I, I was curious. Uh, so I know we talked, uh, we mentioned this before, but because uh, uh, someone asked me, they were like, how? Because uh, Spotify's been, has had podcasts uh, for at least a year, maybe, um, is when I first noticed it. Uh, and But it was unclear of how you get your podcast on there. So apparently uh, now uh, it's just open to the public. So cool. Okay. Uh, okay. Next star we have Europe has made a, has moved forward with their plans to make a requirement of streaming services to make sure that there, there's a quota of European, of European, um, content inside of all streaming services European which it, okay. yeah so this sounds really stupid to me it's like a plan that says uh, in America all 30% of all cheese must be American dude <laughs> but you got to remember that uh, it's socialism it's, uh, okay all right. that, yeah. that, this is a step too far for me I mean I, there's some things I like and there's definitely some things that seem stupid I, <laughs> well I mean you, you know it probably would stand to reason that most Europeans would probably want to watch European shows. But sure. you know what, why, why you have to make a regulation to enforce that? Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, see, that's the thing is it's, it's the European Union is, I, I don't want to say anti-business, but in a way they kind of are. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, because yeah. it, they don't, they don't care about the company. They're they, more they, pro-consumer they, than business. This is meant to be in the populist best mm -hmm. interest. It's, but the thing it's is... Not, it's not pro-consumer, it's pro-nationalist. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but it but is. The, the issue with yeah. this is, you know, if, uh, if, let's say Netflix doesn't have enough uh, localized content or locally sourced content and the populace doesn't like it, they will speak with their money and not subscribe and they'll go to something else. You know? Exactly. Um, you know, let let the market uh it, let let the market this, handle it, but the thing that's ridiculous is Netflix already produces a lot of content mm -hmm. in the European Union. I I don't know how well Amazon does, but I know that Netflix um, and I don't remember the, the statistics and stuff, but they produce a significant portion of stuff over there that they produce for that market. So they are already were seeing a desire from their customers to have that content and making it. Now, they didn't meet the quota, which is something like 30%. It's, it's significant. Um, and that is something that they have to to make additional investments and they're putting a billion dollars into into doing that so that's pretty big um it it's it's like you said Clyde it's absolutely absurd it it hurts everybody and it's totally counter to the idea of the way the internet works yeah. uh, if i'm in the united states and i make a website i shouldn't have to sell European-based products because somebody in Europe can log in and become a member of my site, and that's the insanity of what we're, what the European Union is trying so to. We, basically, regulate we, we can't sell any of our episodes in Europe well, unless thirty percent <laughs> of them are produced in Europe by yeah, Europeans. If, if, so we, we if, if we met the requirements, that's exactly correct. Yes. Uh, I mean, the the requirements are, in this case, make exceptions for smaller, smaller companies and stuff like that. It's basically a way to force big companies to invest in the European Union. But you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. We would not be able to, if the law didn't have that stipulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah show our service or or rather we wouldn't be able to charge for our service like you could we couldn't have a subscription service in the european union because we do not have a third so if of you're our watching this in europe 
Uh, that is patreon.com slash the bot squad. Get in <laughs> while you can before they silence us. That's right. But then we're not on Netflix either, right? Though, yes. though I will yeah. tell you, if if we get enough funding, I will fly to Europe <laughs> once a quarter so that we can record from Europe and make a third of our content be from Europe. I'll do that for our Patreons in Europe oh. if they invest in yeah, if they but commit. You're, you're not a native you're not a native European. Yeah, this is what this is it. We need to call out right now to <laughs> no. so getting ourselves a European correspondent on the that you know this can call is, in like once well, every three. Um, uh, I'll have to get I dual citizenship. I could record when I'm over visiting my in laws. <laughs> yeah. Oh actually there we, there go. we go. Jimmy's wife. Yeah. She has the guest star. There you go. <laughs> All right. She doesn't want to show her face. That's okay. She could just wave off camera. It'll be fine. <laughs> she bring you balloons. That's right. Yeah. And, and wine. <laughs> that she'll do. All right. YouTube TV has expanded its DVR functionality so that you can go ahead and watch more of your shows on the recording instead of using the the the, the uh, built-in. Please use the uh, the what is it called the uh, the on-demand version. The VOD. Basically. Basically, it's the on in our name, dude. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, if you go ahead and go and watch a show on uh, YouTube TV now, and as long as it's not by CBS, basically, you can now go ahead and choose to watch it primarily from the recorded version, which will allow you to skip commercials. Um, actually, I'm surprised that this is a news article because uh, as long as I've been using YouTube TV, that uh, the only channel I've ever run into this on is Sci-Fi, and that's well, like a CPS channel, isn't it? So, well, I believe it's an NBC channel. Or NBC, but, that's, maybe. Uh, but I believe now that uh, they've they've been let they've enabled it for the NBC channels, the Fox channels, and a couple more. The only big holdout, as far as everybody's concerned, is CBS. Okay. You still see they you get twenty four hours of watching of being able to watch it on your DVR. Yeah, see that because uh, YouTube it, TV uh, is the whole reason I deleted the AMC app because AMC app was so painful. But I on YouTube TV, I if I watched the DVR version, I could fast forward through the commercials on Better Call Saul, and uh, yeah. So now you can, and AMC is on those uh, on that list. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's you, what I say. It has been for it's been that way for four or five months. Excellent. So okay, awesome. I've been I've been using it. It's been wonderful. So. Uh, so it looks like Walmart is going to be working with MGM Studios in order to make some original shows for Voodoo. Voodoo? Did they announce this because uh -oh. it's Halloween and Voodoo is spooky? <laughs> I do not know. But it is uh, basically everybody's having to... Everybody, and I do mean everybody, except for maybe Google Play Movies, is making their own originals to be inside their own uh, their products. So. As well. I mean, the if real you've got a platform. Is, yeah. You know? Are they are they following the Apple model of we'll release these services in 2019, 2020, 2021? Oh wait, really? Maybe 2025. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that these are going to beat the Apple stuff to market. According to, <laughs> according to the article, the we first expected the first shows to should be expected to show up first quarter of 2019. So, six months you'll see something from Voodoo. That'll be on Voodoo only. So, who here is going to subscribe to uh, Voodoo? Isn't Voodoo free? No, it's free to have, but you have to buy the content that lives in Hulu or uh, Voodoo. So, like okay. all your um, um, all my movies and stuff that I got when I bought a Blu-ray. They live in Voodoo. I can access them through Voodoo, but I had to purchase them from someplace. So the question is, will these be individual series that you purchase, or is it a subscription model? This will be actually on their hosted, ad-supported Movies on Us service. So oh, it will be free. Then it's free. Oh, awesome. Right. I'll check it out. Cool. Um, yeah. It's and good. Yeah. Interesting that they're following, uh, that it sounds like they're following Apple's lead in being specifically family-friendly. Um you know, so that's interesting. Um, I'm I'm all for more family friendly content. Um, well, I'm a little surprised in in Apple's approach to it, but um, all for it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's the, you know, the Walmart shoppers typically are families, right? right. So, I mean, it kind of kind of fits in there, fits yeah, yeah. in with that same line. Yeah. All right. Now, so this week we had a big announcements from uh, Google and there are a bunch of different things that they announced. A lot of it didn't pertain to us, but we had a couple things. Uh, if you are interested in the Chromecast still, they just made a new update to it that basically is that it looks new. There's a couple other little things they did inside of it to make it do updates. For example, it has the new 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi radio, so that's better if you have a low bandwidth to stream coming out of it from some other connection. And also, it has support for the multi-room audio connected to this one, too. So if you remember, uh, we talked when we talked a couple weeks ago, this is the one that uh, Best Buy Beat. sold. Uh, <laughs> it, it works now! So, <laughs> that guy yeah. should be uh, jumping for joy because he can use it. Right. Um, the, oh, good. I, I love how they they made a major redesign on something that sits behind your TV and is completely invisible, pretty much all the time, and has no interface. Uh, and has no interface. Like, they could, I, I absolutely, guess. I absolutely hate the fact that it hangs from that <laughs> cord. Now, now look at this. If you look, it is a flat cable. Which makes mm -hmm. it even worse, because mm -hmm. if your TV does has the HDMI on the side, yeah. then that means it has to bend on the flat to hang. It'll roll. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. I've, yeah. I've got, it does. It does look like you could just tape it to a bolo paddle and just just whack it with the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, ever since they went to this design, I have not. I yeah. I don't. I don't like it. The new, the new Fire, um, not the new one, but the the last generation Fire TV also right, the 4K that, right? one. So it was a little cube, say like yay big. That um, hanging that anything a from a port is never a good idea. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean that's just rule of thumb. You don't hang stuff by the cord from the port it's connected to, unless it's screwed in like a like a, a DVI cable or Clyde there is one thing that if if you have your if it is in the the TV sideways you can actually attach the 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 thing directly to the port itself because it's got a magnet built into it it will hold on to it hmm. yeah but Just then so that, you, I mean how, what's the weight of that thing how much stress does it put on the like port it's like not much point, it, it's it's minuscule it's Perfect. in the ounces it's, it is definitely not going to damage your your port in any way. Trust me, you've had heavier cables hanging off of your, the back of your TV. <laughs> well, yeah. you know they, they, you know the thing is that they actually didn't announce this at all. It just kind of was a, kind of a sneak announcement. So that's about well, they much. Kinda... we've given it more time than uh, Google gave it. Let me put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and right. we should probably uh, give we we give this more time than MoviePass has got. So let's just move on. Uh, if you're Google. <laughs> And you did have this big event, and you were thinking, hey, we do want to have something to show these guys who want to be cord cutters. Uh, we, they did provi provide one cool little device that you may like in your house. This is big, as the new updated Google Home Hub. Uh, this little guy is, is basically a lot like your Amazon show, uh, which gives you access to uh, all the standard uh, devices, uh, AI features, but with a nice display and uh, something that Amazon doesn't have, YouTube support. <laughs> mm. yeah, I is... am actually, I. if you had told me uh, a month ago that Google was going to put out a, Tiny. a tablet ver or hey. a screen version of the home, I was. I'd be like, eh, I don't. I don't care. After I saw this, it's cute. I kind of want one. It's yeah. pretty cheap at one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's one hundred fifty dollars because yeah. uh, even the original Google Home was like uh, one hundred fifty. Yeah, one hundred seventy yeah. someplace. Uh, the Echo Show is what two hundred. The new one's two hundred. This one's got a bigger screen, right? It's a seven inch, so the, the the new show's bigger, the old show's smaller, I think. Yeah. So, but the other thing is that this one, and as Bad Weave has pointed out in the in the chat, has one killer feature, as everybody has said, it has no. Essentially, camera. it's this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that I mean, that's that's a good sized screen. It's a cool little thing. It's, it'll be your it, uh, if you're in a Google household, it'll allow you to uh, manage all your household uh, devices pretty easily. Uh, it, it's it's going to be uh, uh, just another hub for most people. But the fact that it's also your YouTube and possibly other features uh, later on, uh, yeah, yeah. You, we, some Without of those cool camera, characters I like it. Well, Without a camera, how do you how do you do a video phone call with your grandma? You can't. Right without a camera, how do you ask it Dude, to tell you? Dude, your grandma doesn't want to see your face. She just wants <laughs> to hear your voice. Also, if you show her your face, she might recognize that you're hungover. So that maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. And if I gotta, you freeze, you might give her a heart attack. So I, I got to say that it it, it is uh, pretty compelling though for like you know the nightstand or the kitchen, yeah. right? Oh yeah. It, and that's what I, that's exactly the first thing I thought was, you know, on the nightstand would be great. Um, mm -hmm. Or in the kitchen, you go, hey, Google, <laughs> how do I make tempura? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Mine uh, I, said what? <laughs> I like that YouTube, um, that it has YouTube integration. That's the one thing that I find lacking in the Amazon um ecosystem is that I don't get any integration with, with YouTube in any of them. And I find that a little bit annoying. So yeah, that's you know, a big it bonus. Is, it is a stick that Google <laughs> likes to hold over other other companies' heads and say, nope, you're not getting these things because we want to win this. And I don't know if that's exactly fair. I'm sure the EU has something to say about that. But it's too bad. They own it. You know, if I buy one of these, I think the first question I would want to ask it is, hey, Google, if I search for Google inside of Google, will it break the internet? <laughs> no, I do it all the time. Oh, okay. Ep episode one of uh, of the IT crowd. <laughs> I, I I do it all the time because stupid it's uh, browser search from the this uh, the address bar now. Mm -hmm. So I'll be on a Google search page and I'll want to go back and I'll type Google and then it'll do a search for Google. Search for Google. <laughs> no. Google control entered, man. Control enter. But uh yeah, so um yeah, this is uh I'm I think I'm in for at least one. So I'm gonna have to see if I can convince the wife if I can get one. We'll see. Yeah. One for the kitchen. All right, and our last story of the night, Apple is, uh, has, uh, there's been rumors about these Apple shows that they keep on talking out with, and they're going to keep on making all these uh, big names and big uh, big actors that are going to be making all these cool shows that they're working on, and it looks like they're going to be provide you a free access to all those shows as long as you have an Apple device. Uh, they better, after all this time of taunting everybody saying hey we're gonna do it oh it's gonna be another year oh it's gonna be another six months but we got no, all these other people on board oh it's gonna be next year um well it's only been maybe a year or a little over a year since they announced the first one right well they've been uh, they've been announcing that they were gonna be doing this uh for like several years basically as long as cord killers has been a thing um <laughs> that has been the every year apple says they're doing tv shows i mean it's been, it's been a while but um i don't know and then they they oh, i mean that have have you followed the whole thing with the like uh they canned the dr dre thing because mm. it was like oh we didn't give you any specification but it doesn't meet our specifications so <laughs> uh, it, that was that was the thing because uh it was a tv show about his life and then they went oh wait no this has got violence and stuff uh we can't and... do that um did you ever tell them that you can't have that <laughs> obviously not yeah i i i think apple uh would fit in at well as a governmental body i think i think and as the article alludes right like one of the the possible reasons that they are going so family friendly is if they're making this content free yeah then uh having it just show up available and free of charge on the app could could set some people off uh, and uh dissuade people from purchasing the apple products 
yeah. or specifically the Apple TV. Um, so, so this could potentially be free for Apple TV subscribers or owners of the of the hardware. And so, um, that's one thing. And if that's the case, that makes a lot of sense. And at the same time, perhaps that's a shift in the way that they were planning on doing it. Right? Maybe, maybe they realized the density of the market didn't justify them doing a subscription service, but selling a $200 or $150 Apple TV and then convincing you to buy a new one every every year or two years because they come out with a new version. Um, that's, that's their model, right? Like that's what they do with the iPhone and with their other products is sell you a, a relatively expensive quality piece of hardware and get you to buy a replacement every one to two years. Yeah. Yeah. About the, about the same as what, you know, Amazon Prime costs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it ends up being effectively the same price. You get the same kind of thing, right? You get a, right. a service that gives you good content. Well, presumably good content. Um, you hope. Hopefully. Now, we I shall think, see. I think, I think the Apple content will probably be as good as, as Prime, you know, Prime Video or... or I don't know. I don't know if it'd be so bold to say as good as Netflix, but um, but at least yeah. as good as Prime Video, I would say, or or Hulu, or something along that line. They're pouring enough money into the right people that I'm sure they're going to have at least one or two hits. Absolutely. Sure. But also, they their 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 Planet of the Apps as was abysmal. Apparently, I never actually saw it, so I won't judge it. But it sounds like it was bad. You know, I, so, I, I, I watched it. I watched every episode, and okay. I, li I liked it pretty good. It, it would never make my top ten list, but it was entertaining. And that, but now, if you like, in my opinion, if you like the show Shark Tank, you probably would have liked Planet of the Apps, or at least found it entertaining enough to yeah, watch. The, the problem was, by the time Planet of the Apps came out, those apps that they were making on the show had already been released and failed. That that was the problem. They waited too long. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't watching a big success story. It was like watching the, the process that these, guys, these app makers have to go through. Yeah, so right. um, my take on the whole thing is I firmly believe that Apple is laundering money. This is the perfect way. You give Shonda Rhimes $20 million to make a show, <laughs> and then, or you give Dr. Dre $20 million to make a show, and then you go, oh, yeah, it doesn't meet our standards. It's canceled. They don't get the money back. Hmm. Yeah. If, if hmm. Uh, the dude on Ozark had a like technology company, that's exactly what he would be doing. Mm -hmm. They are laundering money. Hmm. Hmm. I will. I will stake my internet reputation on that. Will they ever get caught? Probably not. Yeah, I guess they have to launder that money they make from iPhone sales. I guess. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. So let me just throw this out there. Have you guys heard of the movie of movie 43? Yes. How was that movie? I never saw it. I heard of it. Yeah. Um, the I biggest know, I... cast ever assembled star studded. It's got all the stars and the movie was a total flop and, and absolutely miserable from everything well, I'd ever heard. It wasn't a good so, movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm contesting Matt's point that, they have a lot of stars. They've invested in the right people. Uh, investing in the right people, especially a star-studded ensemble of, of people, does not a good show or good movie or series make. I said that they put enough money in enough people that they will in make one people. or two, one or two <laughs> hits. Yes. It's and, the and shotgun I, and effect. I suspect you are probably right. <laughs> However, I will say... Certainly, just, no guarantee. No, no, you're right. They have spent a lot of money on a lot of flops. Maybe <laughs> true, and that that might be true. You know, I mean, I think it's like what's the number? It's like twenty something shows now that they're up to, something like that. And 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 you know, if they have a couple of hits out of twenty, I don't know. Is that a good ratio? I don't know. Maybe. The, the the only thing that concerns me and makes me suspect that this is going to be a big hot mess is the fact that they've had so many issues up to this point, like having shows recorded and produced 
and then realizing that it was totally not what they wanted to be releasing. Um, now, that may be related to shifting priorities and plans. Like I said, maybe they initially were going to do a paid service and realizing that they weren't going to do a paid service, they didn't want it to be as risque or as violent mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, that looks like let's throw a bunch of money at a bunch of stars and hopefully something will stick. And that is not a plan to to see success. Well, the the whole family friendly shows. I mean, that's that's more about protecting their brand more more than anything else, right? I don't think it's so much that they they wouldn't mind doing a more risque show, but uh, you know, especially if they're going to, you got to buy one of their devices in mm-hmm. order to see these shows. Then I think it's more a play on protecting the brand. Yeah, I'm betting hot mess. That's that's my bet. Now I, they may they it, may sneak out one or two good shows, but as, as a whole, I'm betting it's going to be CBS All Access, except not uh, cost an arm and a leg. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I think you're right. I, I think they're going to have a couple of good shows. The rest of them will be mediocre at best. Ooh. All right. All right. That's Those a, are that's a scathing review from. Uh, from Mr. Apple over there. Hey, I mean, it's just. Um, Give I mean, it. Half- I, I respect it. I, I, but uh, I but I mean, but but that's but I mean, if you think about it, that's not too bad for for a company that's not been in this business before. Also, be aware, Apple is famous for being really good by their third iteration. So, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is the point where we thank our patrons i know it, this is only the second time that we've had Weird. a chance to bring this up but yes there is a patreon and there are people that are supporting the show are you I saying mean, that uh, we're earning money right now for producing this show uh when when it's done and edited and posted uh and then at the end of the month yes we will potentially wow that's uh, because crazy. there are people out there that are absolutely amazing and are willing to throw away their hard-earned cash. <laughs> so if you have extra cash laying around not and it, you not want it. to invest it in something that's not going to go away like movie pass, um, you know, send us a buck. That's, uh, that's uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash the VOD squad. Uh, we, uh, as of last week, uh, the customized RSS feed is live. So if you are one of those people that has been asking or commenting uh, about uh, an audio feed, uh, it now exists. Uh, episode 101 uh, is up. And nice. later tonight, episode 102 will be up in audio format. And uh, so... To all of you that are supporting us, thank you. To those of you that aren't, I ask, why? Why not, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, let's check in with one of our biggest supporters. Welcome to Movie Draft Minute presented by DiamondClub.tv for the week of October 8th, 2018. I'm your host, Big Voice Jay. Only three movies are out, but there's already movement. Let's go to the scoreboard. Team's Game Night, Vod Squad, Have a Drink, and Movie Party are all tied for last place. Team Drunk Kids Gaming is in second place thanks to Venom's debut weekend with a total of $98.1 million. And in first place... With the stars born and night shoe combined for $107.1 million, <laughs> yes. it's Team Ritual Misery. That's your movie, Jeff Minute. All totals are accurate as of October 10th, 2018. Okay, I, I, before we talk about that, I, I just want to say thank you, Big Voice J, for keeping that going. <laughs> Do I need to change the name? Oh, night shoe. Oh. It's too late now. It will always be night shoe. Okay. Uh, all right. I am. Those I am, don't know. It's uh, when we originally did the draft, and during when uh, people were putting it in for our uh, actual. No, drafting. it was me. It wasn't people. Somebody, it was me. Somebody put the name in. Maybe it was Clyde. I mistyped. I forgot Mis- to see in school, so it said Shul. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which, by the way, has made more money than I thought it would already. I, it, it did. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to... Well, it's also been out for three weeks. Right. So, that's. But this is all the money it's going to make. Um, it, well, since, well, here's the, there's always an, an inherent advantage to a early a movie that's earlier inside the, the, the draft because it's going to be able to coast for a while, even if it just trickles in a little bit of money for a longer time. That's a lot better than the and, last. And weekend. I will, I will say, it did make twelve million dollars over this past weekend. Exactly. Um, so, so that's not insignificant. So it might make another. It might make make the uh, the 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 goal of making one one hundred thousand uh, dollars for. Excuse me, a thousand dollars. What is it? A million dollars for every for every per, yeah, million dollar we spend for everyone. So if it makes 90, uh, 90 million, that's then it's a perfect buy for a yeah. for ritual misery. So um, which yeah, and uh, I, I will say then if that happens, it will have been a good replacement for Hellboy. Yes, because absolutely. I didn't expect Hellboy to make more than fifty million dollars anyway. So. Yeah, and, and so the other two movies that came out were uh, A Star is Born, which made $57 million, and Venom that made then almost $100 million. So let's talk about Venom first real quick. Venom did gangsters for, for its opening weekend. I mean, it's done a really good job for that opening weekend. I was impressed, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it had that initial rush, and I don't think it's going to make much more. It's still um, going to make some more. It, well, it's going to make I, some more, but I don't think it's going to make much more. I um, think it'll hit 100, 150 million by the end of the draft. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. That's huge for winter, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, then was it a good buy at 28? Uh, I don't think it's a $29, because that would be a, that would need to make like $280 million to break even. Right, and, but we don't know if anything's going to do that well, really, all truth be. Oh, yeah, we do. It is the winter draft. But, you know, but we'll see. Sure we do. But, uh, but then we have A Star is Born. No, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say both uh, Bad Times at the El Royale and First Man next week are going to make like 150 each <laughs> opening weekend. So. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You versus us, huh? Okay. I mean, this is how this works. Okay. Well, I will say I saw the uh, the trailer, I think, yesterday for the first time for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah? And uh, i got to say, that looks pretty compelling. That, yeah. that one looks like it might do pretty well. The, the problem with that, which uh, there's already been a lot of rumblings and people grumbling because the guy that was the original director, producer, whatever got fired because me too and he's still credited even though he got fired and he, there's going to be a lot of people potentially boycotting the movie interesting because i've heard about this oh yeah why uh he was uh the whole me too movement oh uh a couple months ago Oh yeah, that all I'm the sorry. all the, I, I, all the I'm sorry, and... I, I'm I'm ignorant of me too. Okay, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So I I I as I said during the draft that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is a movie that I have been excited about uh, for about six months, which is bad for the movie, and so, yeah. So I, I really have a bad feeling for your bad times at the El Royale. El Royale. I don't think it's going to make as much money as you're hoping. I for. think. I mean, it it had it's it's a total wild card. Uh, yeah. If it's good, it's going to be big. If it's not good, it's not going to do good. It's um, going to do some I, money. I mean, First man, it's going to make a couple bucks, but sure. it it has the potential to be great. But it also has the potential to be uh, not great. Real I, I view this movie as exactly what I was referring to earlier, that star-studded movie that ends up being a hot mess. It's It's got too <laughs> many stars, not enough supporting cast, and in the end, I suspect that this movie is going to be an utter disaster. And as as i truly believe most movies built like this where it's like it's like the super band right 
how often does the super band actually succeed at more than one song or something like that? It's very seldom, and that's because there's too many egos, too many people that think they're the best at what they do, and mm. that they should be leading leading the the charge. And well, no, um, I actually think when you look at the cast, I think they balance the cast really well because you've got Bill Pullman, who's no longer you know mr <laughs> it he's he knows he's kind of on his way out support he's now relegated to support and then you've got is that was that uh chris hemsworth i think so yeah uh, who is uh hot ex he's, it, well he's he's gonna draw in the ladies uh he's, he's the current it guy um and then was that emma was one of the it was i don't remember the the ladies that are in it but uh um yeah i mean it's it's it, it, I think it's going to be okay. And I paid nine bucks for it. So, yeah. Yeah. And then you paid $29 for First Man, but it was like the last movie. Oh, well, yeah. The list. I did that because so, it was. You had the money last to burn. Movie. I just needed right. to buy. Um, so, that one I, I think, think you're going to do well on. That, yeah. I think uh, First Man is the one that I am actually really excited about. I have no doubt the First Man is going to be the winner of the weekend. I want goosebumps too. To beat bad times at the El Royale. Good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. It will. For ten bucks, I I hope I get. See, I mean, it doesn't help. It. it doesn't help that Goosebumps couldn't ad really advertise that Jack Black's in it because it's competing with his other movie that's out right. at the same time. You know, you don't want the two people to confuse the two movies and go see the house with a clock in its walls because they thought it was the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Um, Especially since they're both Greek texts. Yeah. They do look a lot alike. What Exactly. When does the house with the clock on the wall uh, on its wall or something, whatever? In, in its walls. It's been out. It's It was. It came out oh. like a week before the draft. So it's in theaters okay. now. It's in theaters now, right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm still optimistic about it. It I think the first one did okay. I, I like the first one. Are with the Which first one. I it did not do good. Because yeah. I loved but, it. I thought it was funny and thought it was great. It's, well, so it's a seasonal movie. It's coming out at the right time, right? So, I mean, it should do well just simply because it's close to Halloween. Yeah, so that will get an extra weekend push, at least one more weekend where it does at least another do well for a second weekend. Because there will be people say, let's go watch this movie for Halloween. And yeah. And it's kid friendly. It, it is a kid friendly Halloween centered movie. It, I think it'll it'll do pretty well. Mm -hmm. Pretty optimistic about it. Well, next week is uh, or when we come back next week, we will have an update because uh, all we will both be on the board, and we will see. Uh, That's right. What we've got. Right. All righty, then should we? Rants and raves. What do you guys got? I'm going to join the club. I finally saw Solo. What'd you Yay! think? Uh, so I watched it uh, far away from a small TV with a lot of noise in the background and as best as I could watch it. Uh, it was not bad. I liked it. Actually, I wish it was... Uh, so I'm going to give it a B. Like a solid B rating. Not something I really love. Not something I didn't like at all. I mean, it was fun. And it was lots of points there. It was a out, laugh out loud funny, and it was lots of good references to things. Um, my favorite character is L three now, so uh, I, I, that the bot is hilarious. Well, <laughs> you that's mean a, the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. Well, yeah. Nice spoiler. <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Never mind. <laughs> but other than that, um, had family over this weekend. We watched a lot of. Uh, Dodger baseball on the TV since that's what they wanted to watch and it was we were watching on YouTube TV and it was great quality was great everybody was very happy with it they uh, they are not cord cutters of that sort they would they we I had to say here's it is here's the interface here's how you get to the live channels because that's what they wanted to see and oh okay oh okay oh no problem this is easy after they got to that point and they liked it so good all right excellent Jimmy so. Clyde, I took your advice, okay. and I watched Conrad Detective. I watched the or first Conrad uh, Detective? episode. What did you yes. think? 
I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. finished it. I only got a couple episodes in. I always, I kept forgetting about it. It was not bad for a goat fornicator. <laughs> <laughs> See, wow! And it took me a while when I first watched it because uh, it's set up with the premise that it's an old show that was recently, uh, recently dubbed in English. And they did a really good job of because it, it took me an episode or two to realize that, oh, no, no, they just they recorded it as if it was an old show. So they made an old show and then they did the voiceover to make yeah. it realistic. And yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, this is a show that um, uh, it's a Romanian show and it was made just before the wall came down. It was made like, you know, mid uh, mid to late 80s is when it was made and um yeah it, it looks like you know about that time you know the, the effects and all is not all that great you know and everything but the storyline is not bad and and uh with the the dubbing and everything in there it really makes it quite entertaining you know and uh, because they they use the american slang and a, a lot of these things that you know the things that they were saying you know probably um, they translate it to be maybe a little bit more modern in the slang, right? And, and all, and so it, it makes it quite entertaining, you know. So it's, it, it was. I, I, I watched only just the first episode, really enjoyed it, and I, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to watch all the episodes in that show. Basically, uh, the, I was going to say the the big thing about it is with the Soviet influence, the cops are all super corrupt. And mm -hmm. this, it's like, this is the flip of a cop show here where he's the one cop that doesn't really want to be corrupt. He kind of wants to do things uh, on, on the straight and narrow. And he gets a lot of grief about that. Yeah, yeah, they, they heavily, you know, they, they heavily uh, play into the uh, communism stuff, you know, the Marxist, you know, they, they, there's a lot of uh, Marxist uh, references in there and that, that kind of thing as well. So it's kind of entertaining, you know, it's it's not going to make you top 10 list, you know, of, of best shows to watch or anything like that, but it's but it's entertaining to watch. It's, no, it's yeah. worth it's worth have being have uh, having seen. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm also watching the uh, the current season on Netflix of The Walking Dead. Uh, so just started that one. I'm about maybe a couple episodes into that. You know, it, uh, you know. Still, still entertaining. Still finding it to, to be entertaining, but uh, uh, but I don't know. It, it does seem, you know, going into this season, it does seem like they're dragging the story out a little bit longer than what it needs to be. I, I would say. <laughs> is so the current season that's on Netflix is that last season? Yes. Proper. Okay. Yes, yeah, last season. I've been season. seeing a lot of commercials about what's coming up in this at the current season that is on right now. So. Um, that's probably why they're dragging it out. So, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, it, it it almost seems like they're setting you up to do another one of those, you know, you know, popular, you know. Okay, let's let's make the last season, but split that up into two seasons. You know, that that kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah. So, cool. What about you, Mike? So yeah, watched uh, finished the Arrow uh, season five and am watching season six. Enjoying that. Still, still think it's a great show. A lot of fun. Um, also finished Jack Ryan, and mm. I I liked it. I think it it wrapped up nicely. It was an enjoyable show. Um, the whole show kind of provides a, an origin story for Jack Ryan, who. You know, is a major player in a lot of Tom Clancy's novels, and mm -hmm. there's several movies about him. But this provides a great origin story and a jumping-off point. So I expect more more seasons or miniseries or movies or whatever coming from Amazon Prime sometime soon, um, hopefully soon. And it was really good. I thought it was a, a very well done movie. The um, you know what is it, Jim from The Office? is not the guy you would think would play Jack Ryan, but he does a very good job. He is actually a good actor, not just a just a comedian and not just funny, but he's a good actor and he does a great job in it. Yeah, I, so. I'll say that uh, I when they announced that show, I had absolutely no interest in watching it. 
<laughs> but once Vanity Fair uh, did their scathing review of how it's it's overly uh, popularizing Americanism and it's terrible and nobody should ever watch it, I went, oh, I think I need to watch this show. I haven't gotten, <laughs> yeah. gotten to it yet, but I, 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 I now want to watch this show because they hated it. And, so thank you, Vanity and Fair. I would say that all of that makes sense for the kind of people that are writers for Vanity Fair, right? Like, um, I thought it was outstanding overall. I didn't have any problems with the patriotism and and such that was on display. And, um, you know, I it, it doesn't make out to have, like, that all of any group are terrorists or anything, but it does make out that terrorists are bad people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to the exact quote that made me want to watch this. Jack Ryan is a patriotic nightmare. Watching this show feels like falling down a Fox News rabbit hole. I'm in. Thanks. <sighs> All right. Um, yeah. So all it, for this week, uh, I just wanted to rave uh, about the amazing people that we have out there that have been supporting us uh, over the last hundred plus episodes that are uh, that keep coming out week to week. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it. I, I really appreciate every single one of you that uh, take the time to listen to uh, me be grumpy and everybody else try to talk me down from uh, from the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> because if 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 it wasn't for you guys uh i would be back still just screaming at podcasts in my car <laughs> looking know, really need, crazy to the other people you, around me you need to record yourself screaming at your podcast in your car and put that on YouTube as a thirty-second <laughs> clip. People would watch that. No, that why is this guy got there, there are things views. that are that <sighs> there are things that get said that I do not need to be surfacing when I run for office someday. Um, <laughs> that that what's said in the car stays in the car. Uh, there will never be uh, hashtag what Clyde said uh, about that stuff. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, uh, truthfully, yeah. Thanks. I that that I I can't think of anything else that would be better to say. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, that uh, pretty much wraps this up. Uh, <laughs> hashtag what Clyde said. Uh, thanks everybody <laughs> for uh, coming out. Uh, thanks for uh, spending this time with us. Uh, if you're catching this after the fact, uh, we are live every Wednesday night here on Twitch. Uh, just search for the VOD Squad, uh, 9 p.m. Central. Um, also, if you're watching live, stick around after the show. Uh, we've got plenty of titles that needed to be voted up. Uh, pick pick us a winner. Um, and then uh, just go over to TBS. Dot, I can't I can't type now. Remind. There we go. Uh, the link's in the chat, uh, tbs.showbot.tv. Vote for uh, your favorite title. Uh, if you guys have any comments, uh, suggestions, you just want to reach out and say hi, you can reach us at the VOD Squad on Twitter, or you can email us at gmail.com. Uh, or, sorry, I guess that's uh, the VOD Squad at gmail.com. <laughs> just send an email to gmail.com. They're, they're not going to respond. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, Guys, you throw up those diamonds. Laters. We will see you in the after show. Bye. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>